Shalom, welcome to TanakhStudy.com. This is Gad Dishi from Alon Shvut. We're going to be concluding our studies of Parashat Toledot today. We're picking up in Perechaf Zayin, Pasuk Mem Aleph, where we have the reaction of Esav. The rest of the unit that we'll be looking at breaks down as follows. Pasukim Mem Bet to Mem Hay is Rivka's plan of action. Pasuk Mem Vav discusses Rivka's interaction with Yitzchak. Moving to Perek Kafchet, Pesukim Aleph to Hey, Yitzchak charges Yaakov to get a wife. Pasuk Vav, Esav sees what goes on in the house. Pasuk Zayin, Yaakov obeys his parents' order. And Pesukim Chet and Tet have Esav seeing some more ending, and marrying Machalat. So moving to Pasuk Mem Aleph, we just spoke about what the bracha was that Yitzchak gave to Esav. And now, Vayistom Esav et Yaakov, so Esav seethed with resentment against Yaakov over the blessings that his father had blessed him. And Esav said to himself in his heart, As soon as the time for the morning of my father comes around, I will kill Yaakov, my brother. So the word Vayistom which I translated here based on altar as seized with resentment. It also means holding a grudge. We see it here. And by Yosef later, Luis Temenu Yosef, and Vaymaruhu Varobu Vayistemuhu Baalechitzim, the only other two times in the Torah that we have this root of Vayistom. And again, perhaps some type of an echoing that we find later on as a result of Yaakov's taking of the brachot. Uh, the language that we have here, if we were to write it in an English composition class, we would get an F. The blessing that his father blessed him. Yeah, the, but when we read the Torah, we see intentional ambiguity. Uh, whose father and whose blessing is the cause of Esav's discomfort? Esav recognizes that Yitzchak is now Yaakov's father. And at the same time, he wants to continue seeing him as his own father. In addition, is Esav seething over the blessing that Yaakov got or the begging and pleading for his booby prize blessing, whose blessing and whose father is being referred to? The text allows us to feel the mixed emotions that Esav is feeling by leaving the pronouns vague. Uh, Again, here, Esav says to himself in his heart, uh, usually this means what he's uh, thinking uh, mentally, but later we hear that Rivka has heard what it is that Esav is planning, and so it must be that Esav perhaps muttered to himself, or alternatively some Mifashim attribute this to Rivka receiving a nevoah of what it is that Esav was thinking. Uh, nonetheless, Esav's desire to wait for the mourning of his father uh, could be that Yitzchak himself thought he was dying about now, that's why he gave the brachot, so it wouldn't be long to wait until he'd be able to uh, extract and exercise this revenge, or that Esav felt that he still does not want to cause his father, the one who makes him feel uh, special and loved, and he's still seeking Yitzchak's love and wants to take back his place as the number one love beloved of Yitzchak, and he does not want to cause him pain and will wait until after he dies in order to extract uh, punishment, exact punishment against Yaakov. Pasuk mem bet thru mem hei, Vayugad l'rivka et devrei Esav b'na ha-gadol, Vatishlach, Vatikra le-Yaakov b'na ha-katan, Vatomid elav, Hine Esav achicha, 
מתנחם לך להורגך, ועתה בני שמע בקולי, וקום ברך לך אל לבן אחי חרנה, וישבת עמו ימים אחדים, אז אשר תשוב חמת אחיך. אדשוף אף אחיך ממך, ושכח את אשר עשית לו, ושלחתי וקחתיך משם. למה אשכל גם שניכם יום אחד? And this piece, the swatch of text that I just read now, is that Rivka was told uh, by someone, uh, or God, or a messenger, uh, the words of Esav, her bigger son, and she sent and called to Yaakov, her smaller son, and told him, here Esav, your brother, is taking consolence to kill you. Meaning the way he's consoling himself again about what happened is that he's going to kill you for it. And now, my son, listen to my voice. And... Rise and run away to Lavan, my brother, to Haran, and stay with him for a few days until your brother's wrath abates, until after your brother will stop being angry and forgot, forget what it is that you have done to him, and I will send and get you from there. Why should I lose both of you in one day? Now, taking a closer look, Esav is taking solace in saying that he will kill Yaakov, As Rav Moshe Lichtenstein points out, that while we might be able to otherwise ease up on the evil caricature the Midrash develops around Esav, it is difficult to paint Esav as being innocent when we're exposed to this bloodthirsty tendency, both as a hunter and now this planned fatricide. And if we might have thought that it was just some colloquial, oh, I'm going to kill him, as many siblings might say when annoyed with their other siblings, uh, we see that Rivka takes this very seriously. And again, they're over 40 years old. These are not children uh, screaming. So while we're not privy to the tone in which it was said, the context imputes a very high level of credibility to his true intention to kill Yaakov. Looking at Pasuk Mem Gimel, when Rivka tells Yaakov what to do, she uses the same exact words that we had earlier about go getting the goats. Ve'ata b'ni shema b'koli, meaning here we go again. This is going to be another uh, plan of what it is uh, Rivka is telling Yaakov to do, and the language that Rivka uses, Lama Eshkal Gam Shenechem Yom Echad, is the concern that she will lose both her children on the same day. Uh, commentators are split in how to understand why it is that both of them would be lost at the same time. Some suggest that if Yaakov kills Esav, then Esav's children would seek revenge against Yaakov as the Goel Hadam, as the blood avengers. Uh, this assumes that the children are already born and they are old enough to also kill Yaakov, uh, which is not very clear because it seems to be that it's in close proximity to Esav's just getting married with his Hittite bride that we read as the opener to this section. Uh, alternatively, uh, if Esav kills Yaakov, Rabbi Yosef Bechoshor says that the family, without defining who, uh, would demand that Rivka hand over Yaakov to be killed for killing his brother. Uh, it seems to be along the lines that a murderer will get capital punishment. We know that one of the Sheva Mitzvot bin Noach that was already commanded to everyone after Noach came out of the Teva was Shofech Dam HaAdam Ba'adam Damo Yishafech Whoever kills another man will be uh, killed. So they would both end up being dead. Uh, in Pasuk Memvav, we're now getting to Rivka's communication with Yitzchak. This is the first communication that's going on after the masquerade of Yaakov has taken place. And uh, we need to see how Rivka is going to handle this delicate situation. Perhaps Yitzchak has already identified her as being behind or part of 
what it is that just happened and how Yaakov succeeded in bringing the food and being disguised as Esav. Pasuk Memvav, Atomer Revkal Yitzchak, Katzti Behayai Mepene Benot Chet. Im Lokeach Yaakov Isha Bebenot Chet Kaele Mebenot Haaretz, Lama Li Hayim. So Rivka's best defense is a good offense. Again, this is the first communication since the switch, and since Rivka Yitzchak might blame her and curse her, uh, Rivka needs to take some precautionary measures. Uh, we had said earlier that Yitzchak would not curse Yaakov, because part of the blessing that Yitzchak gave Yaakov was Orarecha Arur. Anybody who curses you, will they themselves be cursed? But that did not apply to Rivka. So Rivka could really be the one who would get cursed. So instead of waiting to face the music, she launches an offensive. And now those psukim that we seem to be stuck in the middle of nowhere about Esav's marriage to Benotchet give us a great backdrop. Uh, we and Rivka know that the Benotchet are a sore spot for both Rivka and Yitzchak. Rivka knows that the, she and Yitzchak are on the same page on that issue. So she uses what binds them and avoids what divides them about Yaakov and Esav in order to get Yitzchak to be uh, in close affinity to what it is that she's saying. And yet perhaps more than factually relating that the Benotchet were a sore point uh, in their behavior, perhaps as Leon Cass and other modern t- commentators indicate, those psukim about Esav taking Hittite wives were, was meant to show that perhaps Yitzchak was derelict in his fatherly covenantal duties in his not arranging a non-Canaanite wife for Esav. Perhaps Rivka now is subtly hinting and highlighting this point to insulate herself from criticism over switching the brachot. So you see Yitzchak, Esav is really not worthy uh, because he married out. Let's not make that mistake again. Let's get Yaakov, a wife who is not from Benotchet. Perek Havchet Pasuk Aleph Vayikra Yitzchak el Yaakov Vayvarech oto Vayitzavvehu Vayomelo lo tikach isha bebenot kenaan Kum lech padena aram Beta betuel avi imecha Vekach lecha misham isha Mebenot navan ahi imecha And Yitzchak called to Yaakov And blessed him And he commanded him and told him Do not take a wife from the daughters of Kenaan Arise and go to Padan aram to the home of Betuel, the father of your mother, and take from there a wife, from the daughters of Lavan, the brother of your mother. So we have a lot of familial relations being relayed to us here. We have both a uh, sivui, and we're going to have also a bracha. See what the bracha is momentarily. It sounds like these brachot are going to be granted to Yaakov on condition of fulfilling this command. And everyone I saw understands that now Yitzchak is knowingly going to give Yaakov Birkat Avraham. Let's see what that bracha is. Pesukim Gimel and Daled. Ve'el Shaddai yevarech otecha, ve'yafrecha ve'yarbecha, ve'hayita lekhal amim, ve'yiten lecha et Birkat Avraham, lecha uzaracha itach, v'reshtecha et eretz megorecha, ashenatan Elohim le'Avraham. And so here this is what everyone refers to as Birkat Avraham. And he tells him that may El Shaddai bless you and make you fruitful and multiply so you become an assembly of peoples and may he grant you the blessing of Avraham to you and your seed as well that you may take hold of the land of your sojournings which God granted to Avraham. And so even though there might have been some doubt about which brachot Esav was supposed to get, and which ones Yaakov was supposed to get, here it's clear 
Yitzchak knows who stands before him. He knows what Yaakov did. And notwithstanding, he now grants him the bracha of Birkat Avraham. Again, all the Mephashim I've seen attribute this to now Yitzchak, understanding that Yaakov is indeed more worthy, uh, whether because of what Rivka just pointed out or because of his seeing what Yaakov is capable of. Um, he also does not rebuke Yaakov or Rivka in regards to the usurping of the blessings. In fact, now he's giving him more blessings. So it might indicate indeed that Yitzchak has come to terms with Yaakov receiving blessings. But I think that while to us as readers we see the covenantal blessing devolving on Yaakov, I'm not so sure that this gets registered uh, in terms of what the national level is in regards to Yaakov and Esav themselves. Uh, because if they really did get all of this, then certainly now Esav should be even more angry. And he should have killed Yaakov on the spot. Uh, and since we don't see any particular anger flaring at this point, it might be that really the Birkat Avraham is simply meant to be put in context. What is Birkat Avraham? Zera va'aretz, offspring and inheriting the land. Yaakov is now leaving to get a wife. So Yitzchak is saying, may you be successful and have lots of kids. And since he's leaving Eretz Yisrael to go to Haran, he's blessing him that he and his offspring will inherit the land of Israel, i.e., don't stay in Haran, come back home, son. And we get this stress on all the filial relations, which mirrors the beginning of the parasha in Perakafhei, when it described what Rivka's relation was, meaning Yaakov is now fully aligned with Rivka, and he becomes desirable and loved to Yitzchak, just as Rivka is. Both the Ralbag and the Netziv explain that now after the usurping of the blessings, Yitzchak now loves Yaakov, and the love switched from Esav to Yaakov. And now we're going to see that Esav sees this as Yaakov gets blessed again, and he wants his old position back. Pasuk Vav. Vayara Esav ki berach Yitzchak et Yaakov, v'shilach oto padena aram lakachat lo misham isha, v'varecho oto, v'yitzav alav lemor, lo tikach isha mebenot kena'an. And Esav saw that Yitzchak blessed Yaakov, and sent him to Padan Aram to take for, from there a wife. And when he blessed him, and when he commanded him, saying, Do not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. So this pasuk seems kind of redundant. So again, We already learned about that. But again, the pasuk that seems to go nowhere, I think, is making the point that we said above, that Esav does not see this as a threat. This is not acting, Yaakov is not acting to replace him or to take his special love away. Rather, Esav sees this as a great development. Yaakov gets sent into exile for his infractions, and now Esav will have Yitzchak all to himself, which is the best of all possible worlds, or so he thinks. Pasuk Zayin. Vayishma Yaakov el ve'el imo ve'yelech paden aram. And Yaakov obeyed his father and his mother. And he went to Badan Aram. So Yaakov now leaves home with the love of both parents, Rivkaz, which he always had, and now also the elusive but secured love from Yitzchak. Pasuk Het. Vayara Esav kiraot benot kenaan be'enei Yitzchak aviv, vayelech Esav el Yishmael, vayikach et mahalat bat Yishmael ben Avraham, achot nevayot al nashav lo leisha. And Esav saw that the daughters of Canaan were evil or bad in the eyes of Yitzhak, his father. And Esav went to Ishmael, and he took Mahalat, the daughter of Ishmael, the son of Abraham, 
the sister of Nebayot, in addition to his wives, as another wife. So again, Esav taking this new wife is in addition to his other wives. He does not get rid of his Hittite wives. He marries someone from Yishmael, the one that was sent away. He's trying, so to speak, to bring back those that were pushed away because while Yaakov was physically pushed away, Esav knows that it was he that was emotionally pushed away and is now trying to return back to Yitzchak the same way that he's also trying to bring back an offspring of Yishmael. Esav, who now saw there was some connection, causal connection between getting a non-Hittite wife and getting blessed by Yitzchak, uh, is now also seeking a blessing from Yitzchak by taking a non-Hittite wife in addition to his current wives. And as Esav continues to strive to take back his old spot, nothing will ever be the same. He'll now be struggling and coming to terms with the new realities of Yaakov having captured Yitzchak's love as Yaakov leaves for Padan Aram and he stays at home with both his parents. Uh, the Ralbag has a section at the end of each uh, parasha or parashiyah called Toalot. What do we get out of this? He has eight different ones for this section. I'll only mention a few just to whet your appetite so you go ahead and read the Ralbag on your own. Uh, one of them is that we see that if someone feels they are reaching the end of their lives, they should try to arrange their affairs to avoid conflicts over the inheritance. Here that backfired but allowed for some type of peaceful resolution while the parents are still alive, whereas they may have killed each other otherwise. He also points out that the more we shower our children with love, the more good they become, the better they become as people. And not to base it on what it is that we get out of it, as we see that Esau's practical hunting brought benefit, but that should not blind us from loving all of our children. Uh, I would also add that we should give them a chance to shine in what they do best, whether it was hunting or imitations, or drawing, dancing, moving tri- movie trivia, learning Mishnayot, Ask them to wow us in their specialty, to have them feel how special they are. We also saw the ways of understanding the taking of the brachot, not as some fiendish plot, but as a uh, sad but uh, understandable circumstance resulting from Yitzchak's favoritism of Esav. And in the next session, it will be beginning, Vezat Hashem Parashat Vayetzeh, and see how Yaakov fares on the beginning of his journey and sojourn in Haran.